Hey, everybody, that's time again. That's right. Uh, Believe Sports Biz Sports Media and also, of course, heard around the world on PodClips. Uh, I am Fred, and you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And along with Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. Art, uh, you probably were up late last night if you were watching San Diego versus the Dodgers. How late and how much of that game did you watch? Galaxy Sports never rests, Fred. <laughs> No, it was a compelling game. I, you know, I finally realized that the high pitch is now a strike again in Major League Baseball, which I think is great. I think those boxes they put on TV made that happen. Um, and I also found out that nobody can bunt in Major League Baseball. 16-inning, 5-3 Dodger victory, which in my mind, it stuck a dagger in the Padres. I know Mark Mancini, our favorite world's worst handicapper, would be after me on that comment. But I don't see anything coming out of San Diego from this point forward. You know, as soon as they took Blake Snell out, the first thing I thought about was, like, last year, of course, in the playoffs, uh, uh, in the championship World Series situation, uh, they pulled him, and uh, people, you know, explained and complained. A lot of people second-guessed Kevin Cash on that, and I was one of them. I didn't because I thought he he's a guy that can usually go five or six and not much more. But, of course, last night, folks, we're taping this Thursday, so uh, the 26th of, uh, of August. So the bottom line, and we say yesterday, we're talking uh, Wednesday night, uh, he went, what, 115 pitches, something like that, which is far beyond what he usually does. I get him credit. He pitched well, of course. Uh, on the other side, uh, Bueller pitched very well. Dodgers win in 16. Hey, yeah. What do you think about our Angels? Well, well look, hasn't won in the month of August. They go rolling into town. The Orioles beat Otani, who was nine and one. Then they come back today and they win thirteen to one. Okay, are the Angels that bad, or have they done what a lot of teams do? Have they packed it in? Uh, they didn't beat Otani. Uh, he he went. It was six four when he left. Uh, uh, he they beat right. the the relief core. But uh, they didn't beat Otani. But uh, who is the most valuable player? Did they beat the Arson squad for the Angels? They, they beat the Arson squad of the Angels. And, again, I don't know what uh, Artie Marino was thinking. The bottom line is one of the worst pitching staffs in the history of baseball. I really believe that. It's like, uh, And, again, they trade Heaney away, and he's not pitching all that well for the Yankees anyway. But uh, certainly he's as good as the guys that they have left well, outside Fred, of Otani. If the Yankees want you, I think they see potential in what you can do. Yeah, no, I, I think he's got talent. I always have thought uh, he's had talent, and uh, we'll see what happens. I want to go back to that Dodger game for a moment because, again, we're taping this Thursday, folks. I don't know if Betts is going to play tonight or tomorrow or over the weekend, but the point is once he plays, once he can play and once he's healthy, that means one guy is out. Pollock, again, last night wins the game. He's doing nothing wrong. He's the third or fourth best hitter right now in the National League as far as batting average is concerned. He's doing everything right. He can play left, center, or right. Uh, it's And it's got to be uh, Bellinger, the, the, the odd man out, uh, unless I'm mistaken. Is there anybody else that they could pull out? No, again, it's not that he's not going to play at all. When we get into the dog days of August, as all the great announcers over the years would talk about, right? it isn't bad to get a day or two off here and there. True. The Dodgers are going to be in the playoffs. Let's face it, the Giants are due for some sort of swoon, whether it's the seven games or ten games. But the Dodgers are right where they want to be with second-best record in baseball. All right? Right. Now, you know, 
the bottom line is I thought the Padres matched up good with the Dodgers. I'm worried about Cincinnati in a one game one game affair. As as much pop as they have in their bats. But then again, you know, you know it's gonna be Walker Bueller and he's gonna give you seven great innings. He might give up a solo home run. But you're in the game. You know what I mean. So well, uh, Artie, in a one game thing, anything is possible. I mean I don't want a one you know, if you're a Dodger fan, I don't care if you're, you know, three to one favorites. You don't want a one game. Uh, no, that's the way it's important to make up that four game. Yeah. Four game both. That's how important last night's game was. I mean, it kept them within touch. And I, if I'm not mistaken, do they have still nine or ten games left of the season? I, I don't think they have many. I, I, I don't no? think I don't think they get many. Have they had the Dodgers and Giants? Because I know they play 19 in the division every year. Right. Maybe they do. But 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 the, but the point is. I don't know if the Giants are going to fold you. You're probably right. They can't continue to win every single close game. Dodgers have won three consecutive extra inning games now after going 1-12 and in the first 13. But again, I, I want to go back to Bellinger. I, I'm a big Bellinger fan, but there's something wrong with him. You know, when you watch his swing, he's, sometimes he's missing the ball by a foot. That shoulder when he hammered, you know, when he hammered after he hit the home run against you know, against Tampa, right? It came in and he said that that separated his shoulder. It's going to take 18 months for that to be back where it once was, if it ever gets back where it was. All right, so then he's just going to be a fill-in, as you said. I mean, in the dog days of summer, fine. Dog days. He went of from all. a 40 home run guy hitting 320 to a 25 home run guy. Hopefully, that might hit 290. Yeah, but he can play a lot of positions. He's and very well. He's he's a fine defensive player in center at first. Uh, the, you know he's the best. And with Mookie and with Mookie and Taylor, who's like, I think Taylor is the MVP this season. The guy has done everything but made sure the shoes were shined in the clubhouse. You know, I I play fantasy every night, and since we're talking Dodgers, let's continue talking Dodgers. I automatically the first person I put in since of the trade since the trade is Trey Turner. I'm talking about nine guys on my fantasy team every night. I don't care who's pitching. Uh, tonight, Darvish, a very good hurler. Although of Turner, course, uh, Turner, and Taylor, baby. Well, I, I don't necessarily play uh, Justin, but I always play Trey. I, he's the first guy in. I don't care. And the reason being, he's got speed. Uh, he can bunt. Not that he does, but he can bunt. Uh, and he can steal a base. And in fantasy, you get six extra points. So would and, you call him a five-tool player? Yeah, you can do everything. You can play any position you want. How many want. of those guys are there really in Major League Baseball? Very few, and, and it's going to be interesting if they re-sign Seager, if uh, uh, Trey Turner's happy playing second base again next year. I mean, or for the next rumors years. Back here, rumors back here is he's a mid-Atlantic guy, but you know what? If the Dodgers love you and you get along, and, he, and it seems like they have a good, a good, a really good kismet going on in the clubhouse, what's wrong with it? Well, again, I mean, everybody's got an ego. Everybody thinks yeah. they're the best. Well, and making thirty million a year, I, I guess you can afford to have No, no. Again, he's making. You know, he's going to make a lot of money. And again, he's got. Uh, he's not a free agent until after the 22, uh, 22 season. But the point is, he does not have to be happy in Los Angeles. And if he's not happy, then they're taking care of it. And then the other side of it is. Ask a question: Who's got the most money in Major League Baseball? Well, the Dodgers are spending two hundred and sixty million, two hundred and sixty-nine million, I think, on the payroll versus the how about, Pirates. How about, the, how about our Tampa Bay Rays coming in at like fifty point seven million? 
Yeah, well, you How see that? that. Well, again, that's uh, called payroll disparity. A lot of that's on uh, uh, Rob Manfred and company. They've got to do something about that. It's just not fair that one team can, uh, one franchise can spend two hundred million more than the other. I guess the Indians, the Indians look like they're broke. Broke. They lost Chief Wahoo. Who are the Who are the Indians? Oh, excuse me. What are they called now? The Spiders? Ah, they're still the Indians until the end of the year, Fred. The Guardians next year, yeah. Uh, Which is not necessarily a positive. But uh, one day we'll talk about that right here on Believe Sports Business, uh, Sports Media. So the Dodgers battling the Padres tonight, battling the Giants uh, for the division. And there's a big difference, folks, again, between uh, winning the division and getting to play a series or a one-game playoff against anybody. And as Already said, Cincinnati certainly can, uh, you know, in a one-game thing, anything is possible. Let's just put it that way. In a one-game series, there's no guarantee that Jansen can close. In a one-game series, there's no guarantee that they're going to be hitting. Because, you know, and this is interesting, you know, I'm into numbers, and the numbers of the Dodgers, not as much lately, but most of the season, you know, if you score one, two, and three, and you lose a lot of those games, and they're way under 500 as far as uh, one-run decisions, yeah, and then if you score 12 and 13 and 14, that averages out to, say, 7 or, you know, 7 or 8, something like that in some circumstances. And people say, well, they, they're scoring a lot of runs. They're scoring the most in baseball. Yeah, but that's not necessarily the winning way to go if you're only scoring 1, 2, and 3. If you score 6, Fred, 7, Fred, and 8 every game, yes, but they don't. Pitching in defense, Fred, always at the end, especially in the month of September. You know, hit a big bingo, two-run home run here, move a guy to third, which, you know, like I said, that Padre-Dodger game, I mean, to have 14 at best and only one of the 14, you know, move the runner over a base, I mean, two months and you win. Folks, uh, you can email us if uh, I look at it. I think the Dodgers uh, have the best team. I'm not positive the Giants were full. We'll find what happens. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. I apologize for the voice today. And again, laryngitis, sportsfred at AOL.com. He's Art. I am Fred. We talked a little bit about the Angels again. Pitching is the, the worst in baseball. The Rams, of course, uh, picked up a fine running back, I think, for New the England. Tony of my only. No, he, no he, he's, I, I don't understand, well, again, the Patriots, uh, you know, Belichick does what he wants, but uh, certainly uh, Sony Michelle is a fine running back. He immediately becomes the Rams' number one guy. They didn't have to give up a lot for him. I remember him at Georgia. I thought he was going to be very talented, and then, what, three or four years now in this league, he must have scored 25 touchdowns. So he's not a bad player. I've used him a lot in fantasy. What do you think about Sony Michelle? Right, right out of the backfield, you know, 12 to 14 touches max. He's a great running back. You know, okay. in the modern-day game, on the turf they play on and the cuts they make, you know, you saw what happened to Barkley last year when he made the cut. You know, I mean, the bottom line is the guy's had some injury problems. It's not hard to fall out of favor with Bill Belichick. He reminds <laughs> me of Bella Caroli. <laughs> okay, gets a little let, mad now and then. Let me ask you a question. So you were a former player for the Rams. If a player falls out of favor... In a normal circumstance, is there anything he can do besides bow down? I mean, is there anything he can do if it's a normal coach that's not this point? Depending on the ego of the head coach. If you've got a a Super Bowl champion head coach, march into a new town. If he's a younger guy and you go in and, you know, you you put your hat in your hand and, you you know, you apologize for whatever you perceive to have done, that's a different story. 
they may give you a chance. But 80% of the time, down the road motors. All right, uh, folks, this is Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Also, of course, heard around the world on Pod Clips. You can hear it on all the uh, the uh, websites, all the apps, and you could email us at sportsfredadeo.com, sportsfredadeo.com. Oh, Fred, how many football I think good players, news. I think good how news. Many football players is an NFL franchise get a need now that the average team has eight guys on the COVID-19 list? <sighs> There's no telling. And, uh, again, that let me get going to this first. Um ESPN, I think, made a good decision. And I talked about her four or five weeks ago when this first thing came out with Maria Taylor. Rachel Nichols, of course, uh, the uh, daughter-in-law of the late Mike Nichols. and uh, Bye-bye, Birdie. And Diane Sawyer, of course, uh, uh, you know, after the fact, uh, uh, her mother-in-law. And uh, she basically, a year ago, uh, on tape, I don't know how somebody got it, said that Maria Taylor's only getting her shot because... Uh, ESPN historically has not treated African-Americans well. Maria Taylor finally figured that out or heard that, and she jumps to NBC. And then uh, uh, this week, uh, Rachel got her walking papers, although she won't starve because I think she's got more than a year on her contract, so she'll have 3 or $4 million coming in for the next 12, 13, 14 months. But any comments about Rachel Nichols and uh, ESPN? Well, ESPN is known as the extra slow-paying network. But uh, they're, they're also this word called W-O-K-E, Cincinnati. No, I'm joking. But, but the point I'm making is, you know, they're going to they're gonna make her, they, they, they actually paid her longer than I thought they would based on how it all came down for it. And, and they did give her a really nice parachute. So she'll pop up, literally. She'll be on the NBA Network. She'll be on TNT, giving Charles a hard time and Shaq a hard time. Come on, you know how that works. She's one of the chosen few, and uh, that's the reality there. All right, uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, uh, has dumped his partner, and now rumored he wants Magic Johnson. Now, again, I, I never watched Stephen A. Smith. I don't even know what show he does. But uh, would Magic Johnson and Stephen A. Smith work on ESPN? Uh, how about really simply, it starts with an N and ends with an O. <laughs> Why? I don't see that charisma anywhere. I mean, would you listen to that blowhard, Stephen? No, I don't, <laughs> but I don't. I mean, come on, Magic has much bigger fish to fry. You know, whether it's putting, you know, inner cities together, he doesn't need Stephen A. Smith. No, I don't, you know, I don't go there. You don't think that's going to work? But if Smith's got all this power, uh, and if he can convince whether Magic... Whether he's power because he makes $8 million from the mouse? Seriously? I mean, well, come on, uh, let's be real. Let's be real here, Fred. Apparently. Is, the guy is good on boxing. He's great on the NBA. Anywhere else, I'm not listening to him. But he got rid of Kellerman. Apparently it was his choice to dump him. So Kellerman, uh, Kellerman you know what? Kellerman did not raise to the level that he needed to be. Kellerman's still going to do boxing with Tessator on ESPN. He's still got his, his, his radio talk show. I'm not feeling bad for him. I mean, let's be honest. Stephen A. Smith made him. Okay. Uh, you know, folks, so what do you think? You can email us, sportsfred at AO.com, sportsfred at AO.com. No, I love sports media, Fred. So do I. I really do. You know, there's a, there's one out there now. I thought Sports Business Journal was great, and now there's another great one, uh, Sportico. 
sports media, sports business. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm not paying them their sixty dollars a month, but uh, you know, I get what I can get from them. It, it's pretty good, it's pretty talented. Like I'm my so, big question to you is: Do you think a network announcer affects the ratings? Can a what? Do you think a network football broadcaster, Joe Buck, Jim Nance, they actually bring viewers to the table? To command the twelve million dollars they make? No, but I but I think if you're bad, I think uh, some guys and gals. Well, you stand out like a sore thumb. <laughs> yeah, may, may may not watch at all. Uh, may turn on purpose to another channel. And speaking about that, Jeopardy is in jeopardy. Obviously, Mr. Richard got in trouble. I heard. Now we knew the story going in, though. That's why I don't understand. Now, not the end of the story, but we knew the beginning that when he was on uh, the other game show, there was there were women who uh, accused him of sexual harassment, and yet he's the executive producer on Jeopardy. And I, I thought he did the best job of anybody. Uh, that when he did it right after uh, Ken Jennings. You can't do your Bob Barker anymore. No, but the point is, I thought he was great. But yes, but. Uh, uh, Sony, uh, the owner of Jeopardy, knew historically his problems, and yet a couple of weeks ago they say uh, he's going to be the permanent host. Now he's not. So maybe Rodgers will quit and because uh, they don't want a part-time guy. Maybe Aaron will quit, and uh, he'll get back in the running. No, seriously. So now they're going to try people out for another three months. Any comments? Well, the only comment I have is, who was the kid from USC in my era that played in Roots? LeVar Burton? Yeah. He's really upset because they promised him a shot at it, and right. he hasn't gotten a shot to host Jeopardy. Yes, they he gave, did. You know, they gave Joe Buck a shot. They gave they Burton gave a shot. I saw him. He was on a week. How was he, Fred? Average. He's better than Buck, but he was just average. He wasn't He wasn't correct. No, I mean, I'm not trying to... You know, how, was, how, was the guy, how was the guy from the CNBC uh, that I watch in the mornings with uh, Kramer? Now that's on that's on tape, and I ha- I haven't watched that tape because I don't okay. know that guy. I basically he's just pretty smooth. He's really smooth. I mean, I I didn't really get. I, I used to watch it a lot more than I do now. I watch more sports, Fred, because I have to be able to talk to all our podcast listeners. You know, the interesting thing is, you know, I don't know if it's interesting or not, but the the the, uh, the bottom line, as far as I'm concerned, uh, is Jeopardy. I tape them all, okay. But the one that I like the most is Saturday. Saturday. Why Saturday? Those are the reruns of Alex, and those are the ones that I've seen before. I don't care; they're by far the best. And uh, uh, I, there's you know, two I, people I miss really in, in media. One of them was the chef for CNN, and the other is is Alex Trebek. I mean, all right, you know, how about, they were crazy, crazy in their own way, but Ben. One thing about Alex Trebek, he was class personified, Fred. No, no question, and you know, and he goes around the world uh, on some of his escapades uh, on the show. You know, he goes to Israel, he goes to Greece. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. He goes to France, you know. And they, anyways, uh, a last word from you tonight, right here on uh, Believe uh, Sports Biz Sports Media, Art Source. Well, I'm going to delve into something I, I try not to get into. What is that? But I'd like to see the United States get their people safely out of Afghanistan and move on in the correct direction. And, and we really need an infusion of, of the top brains in, in our government. And I've just watched over the last 11 days, and I'm not going to say anything other than we can do better. 
Well, but not the last four years. We can do better, but... Uh, but not, I'm saying this has been since 2011. Well, if, if you... George W. Bush, you know, originally, you yeah. know, 2001, I'm right not, after... I'm, I'm saying we can do better. We have to have better foresight. We have to have better planning. We have to be strategic. We have to look at where we're going. You know, we're going to give Afghanistan what has that has everything we need to build batteries, the lithium, to the Chinese. Is this a payoff for Biden and his son getting money? I don't know. Okay, in 30 seconds, there are people on Facebook who do not believe 9-11 happened. Did 9-11 occur, Art Source? Uh, 85% chance it did. I still think Bush might have promoted the whole deal. So you don't think people died on 9-11? No, 5,000 people died, and another 30,000 died collaterally. It was tremendously wrong, but I'm not saying that it was who they said it was because they had reports where guys were testing jets yep. in the desert in Arizona, and they didn't want to care about how they, how they were going to land the jet. But on Facebook, these people don't believe it happened at all. They don't believe when the planes happened, hit. Fred, Fred they, they hit into the Pentagon. They hit right out here and down the street from where I am in Connellsburg. All right, they hit it. Two of them hit in. To the to the uh, New York City Trade Center. No, you, I saw that. Well, I believe you, uh, folks. It actually did happen. Don't believe the people on Facebook is all I can tell you. For it, I'm Fred Scott. To thank you very much for putting this together. We'll see you in 167 plus hours right here on Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, and of course on Pod Clips around the world. Bye, everybody. <laughs>